When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What happened today, Alan? Absolute thunderbolt. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The Live Tour just merged with the PGA Tour. It stinks. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Are we serious? The Live Tour and the PGA Tour are merging. How in the hell does that work? Today's guests, CNBC journalist David Farber, Pro Football Hall of Famer Terrell Davis, actor Patty Considine, host of NBC's America's Got Talent, Terry Crews, and now... It's Rich Eisen. Yes, indeed. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live from the Los Angeles studios of our program on the Roku channel. This terrestrial radio affiliate smart enough to have us also. We say hello to Sirius XM and Odyssey audiences around the world. We say hello to anybody who's listening to us later on, uh, on demand, as is your right, through our Cumulus Podcast Network. You can get all three hours in podcast form. You can also check us out every single day. As soon as we're over on the Roku channel, we re-air throughout the day. All Roku devices have us for free because the Roku channel's on it. Select Samsung Smart TVs, Amazon Fire TVs. The Roku app has the Roku channel on it, the RokuChannel.com. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman. How are you on this Rich, Wednesday? what's happening, my man? Good to see you, DJ Mikey D. Morning, is nuts. How are you, How you sir? Good, 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 good. i got to be honest with you. I, 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 I did not... Um, introduce you as DJ Mikey D is in D's Nuts with Reggie Jackson sitting here yesterday. Because as you know, those nuts are in the Reggie bar. TJ Jefferson, how are you over there, sir? What's going on, man? I'm good, Rich. Let's say RIP to the legendary Iron Sheik. Yeah, how about that? Cameraman Zoom. That happened just before the show. Yeah. Hey, Bubba, respect to the Sheik. And I think those are the only things we can say that's repeatable. Uh, game three of the NBA Finals tonight. I almost yeah. forgot about yeah, that. With everything they're still that playing, happened right? <laughs> they're taking two days off in between games, three days off. I, I freaked off. out yesterday about like you know. 6.30. I was like, oh, I missed the game. And I went to turn. I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, no, it's Tuesday. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everything that happened yesterday in the world of sports. Like, know, oh, yeah, yeah, there's still basketball going. Bas- yeah, game three is tonight. And, uh, you know, the, the Nuggets uh, with a terrific game one, trying to take uh, one on the road or maybe both to try and wrap things up in five games or this will be a split or maybe just maybe just maybe the Miami Heat will continue to shock the world and play in game three a game like game two and if they do that their game will be good enough to sell to the Saudis so you got that (laughs) Um, what's wrong with you well isn't that the way it goes and wow (laughs) 
Look. <laughs> hey, man. Day after, here we are. Um, the merger between the Live Tour and the PGA Tour that uh, may not really be a merger. It might be killing off the Live Tour. See you later. Gone. And then the PGA Tour will just keep going on with just a new power structure that's owned by Saudi Arabia. Or uh, we'll see the Live Tour on the PGA Tour, and there'll be some sort of mishmash, but that won't be until next year because both tours are going to continue on as if this whole merger thing didn't happen until the end of the 2023 season. And the question I think that, that, that comes out of yesterday, a day later, it's, it's a simple one. How much? How much do we love golf? That'll be tested. How much we love golf, how much we love watching golf, how much we love the players who play golf. How much can we just not focus on the business arrangement that was made yesterday that stinks? How much hypocrisy can we swallow as sports fans? Then, of course, the ultimate question is, how much money did Saudi Arabia and the PIF, the public investment fund, put on the table? How much That's what I'm dying do know. I yeah. want to know the answer to that question, too? Big time. How much? We know it starts with a B. It's what multiple? Two, four. How many of the aliens? Yeah, how many? Let's take it one at a time here. How much do we love golf? How much hypocrisy can we take? Because... Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, now the CEO of the new business side of things, yep. atop a board that the PGA Tour will have a majority of seats on. And so that's all well and good, right? So it doesn't matter who is the owning entity. If the board has more seats on it from the PGA Tour, the live folks... Saudis, the PIF won't be able to just push people around, I think, or things will always go the PGA Tour's way. Just ask the Roy family how that worked out. So how much can we swallow from Jay Monahan, who had spent the last year plus talking about the composition of the Live Tour and who owns it and Using the whole, using is the only word that could be used right now based on the heel turn that occurred on Tuesday. 9-11 and the families of those who perished in 9-11 to say to the live tour players who took the money from the Saudis, how many times have you ever had to apologize for playing on the PGA Tour? 9-11 families are appropriately livid. Reading from a statement from 9-11 Families United Chair Terry Strada saying that Monaghan talked last summer about apologizing for playing on the Live Tour and now players never had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour. Quote, they do now, as does he. They should be ashamed of their hypocrisy and greed is what the family said. Jay Monahan, you're up. He held a press conference at the Canadian Open on Tuesday. What about the hypocrisy, Jay? I recognize everything that, you know, that I've that I've said in the past and in my 
prior positions. I recognize that people are going to call me a hypocrite. And anytime I've said anything, I said it with the information I had at that moment. And I said, I said it based on someone that's trying to compete for the PGA tour and our players. Um, and so I accept those criticisms, but circumstances do change. And I think that, you know, in looking at the big picture and looking, looking at, looking at it this way, that's, that's what, that's what got us to this point. Oh my goodness gracious. Word salad on the menu in the Canadian open press area. At least Bryson DeChambeau actually spoke yesterday. I didn't see how many live tour players spoke yesterday, but he, he appeared on CNN with Caitlin Collins. Yeah, just a lot of tweets from guys yesterday. That's yeah. all I saw. He spoke. And, you know, his, his game is like artificial intelligence, so it stands to reason that on this very subject about 9-11 and the Saudis, uh, he would sound like a human GPT chat <laughs> responder. Roll it. Well, I think we'll never be able to repay the families back for what exactly happened uh, just over 20 years ago. And what happened was is definitely horrible. And I think as time has gone on, 20 years is, is passed and we're in a place now where it's time to start trying to work together to make things better together as a whole. Um, I have deep sympathy. I don't know exactly what they're feeling. I can't ever know what they feel, but I have a huge amount of respect for their position and what they believe, Um, nor do I ever want anything like that to ever occur again. I think as we move forward from that, we've got to look towards the pathway to peace, uh, especially in forgiveness, especially if we're trying to mend the world and make it a better place. Uh, I think this is what they're trying to accomplish. Liv is trying to accomplish um, the PIF is trying to accomplish. We're all trying to accomplish is a better yeah. world for everybody and a way to provide but great entertainment not... for everybody around the world. At least he's speaking, right? I'll give him credit for that. But you know, those were words. Looks like this. He, he wants. He's talking like there needs to be a ceasefire from the media towards him and everybody else in this ba- bag of poop that got put on the table yesterday. How much? I want an answer. How much can we take as well? Rory McIlroy taking a high road. I, I, you know, if I didn't take a, a half billion dollars in a venture and, you know, the commissioner of the venture was definitely using me and my name and good faith and reputation and credit as the standard bearer for the goodness of the PGA Tour against the badness of the Live Tour. And then that guy turns around and makes a monster business deal, which is what's changed. You heard, like, there's things that have changed on the ground. It's the change that was put on the table. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would I, I, have sounded a hell of a lot angrier than Rory McIlroy did at the Canadian Open when he was asked this question. Do you still have confidence in Jay Monahan as commissioner of the PGA? Yeah, I, I do. Um, and look, I, I've dealt with Jay a lot closer than a lot of those guys have. And, and um, from where we were a couple of weeks ago to where we are today, I think 
the future of the PGA Tour looks brighter as a, as a whole, as an entity. Um, you know, what that looks like for individual players in terms of keeping a tour card and, you know, bringing players back into the fold and then that, you know, sacrifices other people, that's, that's where the anger comes from, right? And I, and I am, I understand that and, like, I, there, there still has to be consequences to actions. You know, the people that left the PGA Tour irreparably harmed this tour, started litigation against it. Like, we can't just welcome them back in. Like, that's not going to happen. And I think that was the one thing that Jay was trying to get across yesterday. Is like, guys, we're not just going to bring these guys back in and pretend like nothing's happened. Like, that is not going to happen. Well, I'd love to see how that does happen. Because I'll tell you what, the how much has an answer that Monaghan knows. And if the ones who put the much on the table want the live players back in their new entity that they own, guess what's going to happen? And if Monaghan stands in the way and there is a power structure led by the moneyed interests of people who want the live tour players back in the game, the live tour players will be back in the game and anybody who stands in that way will be out of it. That's my read sitting here based on everything that has gone on that I can understand in the last 24 hours is that the money is talking. And yeah, the PGA Tour may be better for it the as alan shipnuck came on yesterday said he's kind of dug the team aspect of it watching live tour perhaps more than anybody i know let's <laughs> watch the live tour he digs it he likes it you know he said that it was tedious 72 whole tournaments over and over and over again on the pga tour and that maybe people might be more interested and sure that's as a watchable product for the fans I've been a long time four aces fan, Rich. I know that, Chris. You go way back. Way, way back. You go way back. Way back. Well, you're a big CW fan, too. True. Because you get it here on Roku. You know. But what's next? They bought this tour, folks. What's next to buy? A major? The Ryder Cup? Seriously. They Because if you've got a business entity that you own, what helps is adding more to the portfolio and controlling more and making sure that your partners pay a premium for premium events. And if you're thinking that's never going to happen, the PGA tour has just changed its business model completely with a board and everything and the people who can control who invests in it are currently the exclusive investors in it. What does that sound I mean, seriously. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going to get the Aramco open. Right? And that's, again, how much? It's like, how much do you care as a fan? How much do you care as somebody who cares about things other than sports, the human rights of the world and and and... I'm so, and, and I sit here fully knowing. I used Uber yesterday. 
Who's the investor in Uber? You know what I mean? Like, oh, we all have Apple phones right. and wear I mean, Nike shoes. So, I mean, and, seriously. Yeah, I mean, the whataboutism like, is, right. is, is real. It's like the, everybody needs to see the movie Network from way back in the day. I know I'm dating myself. It's in 1976. Patty Chayefsky wrote the script. And it, it foreshadowed everything in our media world as well as the real world that there are no more countries. They're just corporations. That was in the mid-70s. This corporation happens to be a country, essentially. Uh, it, uh, that owns professional golf yeah and, and part and, of formula one and, and, and Premier league and, and how so how much do you care how much should we care how much will we care when say you know the new tour rolls around it's like i kind of like watching this stuff like we'll go higher register well, because it's going to be like three four years ago when all the best players played against each other in all the big events and and would it be would it be better i guess if bryson DeChambeau just said hey if somebody offers you 10x more for doing the thing you love. Would you take it regardless of who's giving it to you? And I, you know, I, I thought it was terrible what happened on 9-11, but I'm, I'm a golfer right. and I do what I do for a living. And this is the way I do it. Not talking about making a world a better place through, you know, your, four uh, your albatross, <laughs> right, right, you know, man, my putter, Yo, man, my, th- my 350 yarder <laughs> yeah. is really going to bring people together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, like 9-11 is something. Let me just tell you this. <laughs> Speaking as an American and a New Yorker, hashtag too soon. Okay. That's what I'm saying. How much? So somebody who may know the answer to that question or give us an idea is the individual who Broke the story on CNBC. David Faber will be joining this program for the first time. Um, and um, and he's dynamite on CNBC. Yeah, very curious. What and he, he will say. be joining us on this program. We also have to help us preview game three of the NBA Finals. A man who got an earful in game two. And I'm not talking about any of the officials. I'm talking about the harried Pro Football Hall of Famer, Terrell Davis. <laughs> Poor TD. <laughs> Who had two Florida women yelling at him. He's had nightmares the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> He'll join us top of hour number two. Um, and then uh, in hour number three, Terry Crews will be here from America's Got Talent. And then in hour two, uh, we, we, you know, his royal highness from uh, House of the Dragons. House of the Dragon, pardon me, um, which I love watching now on Max. Patty Considine who plays King Viserys, Targaryen, will be here. Love it. 844-204-RICH, number to dial for anybody to chime in on this subject matter. David Faber, we're going to squawk on this street when we come back right here on The Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. 
That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. So Jay Monahan is currently talking on the Golf Channel. By the way, our radio audience is returning in about 90 seconds, and that's when we'll bring in David Faber of CNBC, who broke the story. Boy, Jay Monahan's had a heck of a, again. I mean, he knew this was coming up, obviously. <laughs> so what's he saying on the Golf Channel? Imagine. What's he saying? Uh, he's talking about. Uh, Tea times? So he's talking no, about? No, he's asked. He was asked. Is about, a new starter? Is there a he new asked starter? About nine eleven. He understands the criticism. Uh, you know, around the hypocrisy that How he's much? and his actions and the commentary of the last couple of years. Yes, sir. Did add that uh, he was asked about Rory and Tiger staying. Obviously, they were they were offered large lump sums of cash. Yes, their loyalty will be rewarded. There you go. Unquote. What does that mean? Are they just gonna? They, I don't know. They're just gonna park Brinks trucks in their driveway? I don't know. Maybe they'll, they'll bring them the, the cup of chicken salad around the turn for lunch. <laughs> Extra fireball shots. Fireball. <laughs> I mean, or gear. Yeah. yeah, fireball gear. Well, Shipnuck said that they're going to give them uh, uh, franchises for the teams. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> Sir, I do not know. Rory just looks tired seeing that clip of him. He just looks exhausted from all this. I can't imagine what the last year of his life has been like. Now, if he's going to be exhausted, uh, I hope he's got a parking pass for the uh, U.S. Open here in Los Angeles because that is going to be a hell of a spot to get into. <laughs> L.A. Country Club's like uh, Foxborough. There's one way in one and way one in. way out. <laughs> That's right. That's it. That's right. You better show up early. Yeah. Traffic and weather together here in Los Angeles, and California that, on the Rich Eisen Show. terrible intersection anyway. Woo. Wilshire and Santa Monica. Look out. Like, get out of here. Oh, that's great. The old Trader Vic's corner. Yes. Good place to get a happy well, they hour. added yeah, the yeah. Waldorf there, so there's two giant oh, hotels. Yeah. That'll be great. On top of a golf. Within walking distance to watch the bumper-to-bumper traffic. This is the Rich Eisen Show radio network back on the air. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Uh, pleased to have here on the Rich Eisen Show is a man at the center of breaking this story on CNBC yesterday. Uh, one of the anchors of 
uh, CNBC of note for sure. David Faber here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, David? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on, sir. Um, so let's just jump into this. What's the timeline on uh, on this merger from your uh, from your knowledge, the timeline you know, that's on this? A, a really good question because I think some people may not have picked up on sort of some of the technicalities, which is this is a memorandum of understanding. It means, hey, we've gotten together. We sort of have a framework for a deal, but we don't have a definitive agreement. We haven't signed anything so to speak. And so they're going to try to get to that pretty quickly. Yesterday, uh, Yasser al-Ramani, the the governor of the PIF, the money behind, uh, obviously, the Live uh, Golf Tour and the money behind what will be this new entity, said weeks. Um, Weeks to me sounds a little little quick. I think some of his advisors, in fact, when they heard that during our interview, probably said, what? That is at least what they're aiming for. You could imagine, of course, given all the different constituencies here, you want to get something signed as quickly as you can. So the memorandum of understanding uh, aside, um, are you saying there's still moving parts that might um, cause this to not go through, whether it's uh, the hue and cry from fans or, uh, as I'm reading right now, David, Capitol Hill, many uh, United States senators are saying they're going to, quote unquote, look into this. Uh, What do you think? There's always risk. I mean, listen, there's risk to when you even announce a definitive agreement, for example, from antitrust review, which could go to what you're kind of talking about, even though senators don't technically have anything to do with that. That's the Department of Justice or the FTC. But there could be an antitrust review here that becomes problematic. Um, So there's that. But there's also just risk, yeah, in terms of getting it all done, right? They've got to figure out a valuation here for both these entities, Live Golf and the PGA. Um, the PGA is a not-for-profit, or at least it has been. So, I don't know, $2 billion in revenues is what I've kind of heard, but no profit. And then you've got Live Golf, where it's probably taken in $2 billion in capital but doesn't make any money. Coming up with a valuation that everybody's going to agree with on both of those entities so you can figure out then what the PIF has to put in as capital, that may not be that easy. Um, and then all these other constituencies that are going to keep, you know, um, keep criticizing aspects of the deal as well. So you never know. David Faber of CNBC here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Was it weird for you to be sitting with two guys who would never have been caught in the same room with each other on planet Earth over the last year sitting there? And now it's all of a sudden kumbaya. I know you've you've been in the middle of interviews where money is talked. Um, but what about yesterday? Yeah, it was a little weird. Listen, I'm not as much of a golf aficionado as plenty of my friends are, Mm -hmm. who I think would have been sort of stunned by the whole idea of it. For me, it was a deal. Two guys, you know, two who were behind a uh, forming a transaction the way so many others have, and obviously I've done so many of these kind of interviews where, now in this case, you don't have a buyer and a seller per se, so it makes it a little more complex. And as you said yesterday, it's got a lot of ramifications far beyond the business world. But for me, it wasn't as strange, I think, as it might have been for others seeing these two guys who, you know, at one point certainly were not friends in any way, but over a course of months seemed to have forged at least some sort of some sort of weird partnership. So the way you just described it, David, here's what I'm confused about. And, you know, do you, uh, the phrase that I like to say here is because I, I, I did much better on the verbal than the math part of my <laughs> SAT back in the day, David. Um, explain it to me like I'm five. 
when you say that they have to figure out a, a valuation of each side before the PIF, the public investment fund, the Saudis decide to fig- come up with a figure that they're putting on the table. Are you telling me Jay Monahan made a deal without knowing what that figure might be? Because to me, it, that figure must be so damn astronomical. Jay Monahan could not have refused this. There's definitely a range that has been discussed, no doubt, Okay. Uh, or a number that has. And by the way, remember, part of this is not just the initial capital that will come to sort of even out in some way the ownership, but it's the, it's the capital that's going to come in years to come to help fuel these growth initiatives that he's been talking a lot about and that he has sort of been pressing as the reason why he feels like he had to do this deal or, or uh, reversed himself completely. And so it's not just the initial money, but yeah, I think your instincts are probably are right. Rich. There's, there's no doubt you, you've got some idea. They're not telling me. They're just saying billions. I would expect that they have a better idea of how many billions. But the actual valuation work has, has yet to really begun, uh, to begin. So, you know, there is still some, uh, a lot of unanswered questions when it comes to the economics. Can you give me an, a guess of the neighborhood? What neighborhood are we in with that number, David? I don't guess. know. I mean, I would actually go to you and say, you know, what's the value of a worldwide golf entity? That that well, I mean, it depends on how how important it was for these lawsuits to be dropped, David. I mean, if right. you really want to put a brass tack on a table, um, yeah. So so what? Ten billion? Twenty billion? I mean, Could I don't be, know. Right? It could be. I mean, what do you compare it to? Is it similar to F one? Is it you know again? What's a, a what's a comparable? Is what we would typically ask in world in a, in in, uh, in the M and A world. What what is something else out there? What is it worth? I don't know. I'll, I'll, you know, you're the expert on this stuff. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not an expert on, uh, eva- you know, putting a valuation on things uh, at no, all. No, but on the value of sports leagues and on, you know, what, what one thing might be worth versus another, a global sort of entity of this type. It's kind of unlike anything, but it's similar to some, but I that, suppose. But that number I gave you is not outrageous in your no, estimation I don't think on it the is. street. Heard, you know, it, it's not outrageous. Now, again... It, it gets back to, all right, but what, you know, you're contributing live golf. What's that worth? And then what is the PGA's current value? Those are going to be, all of it's going to be kind of difficult, but well, not impossible. Bankers are very creative people. <laughs> so give me the, so what is the power structure here? There's a board now, and Jay Monahan is the CEO of it. And from what I can read and understand, the PGA Tour will have the majority of seats on this board. How many people are on it? What can you tell me about you this? Got it all, you got it all right. I mean, they're, and they're going to keep stressing this, that they have what we call governance. They're in charge. They're, they have the majority of the seats on the board. So did Kendall will. Roy. So did Kendall Roy, David, right? <laughs> I'm not mistaken. Right? Until he didn't. Yeah, but, you know, Kendall wasn't a serious person, right? That's what I'm saying. Good one. That's very good. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but keep going. No. Okay. It's a great show. I'm going to miss it. Me too. Um, yeah. They will have control of the board, they say, and they will also be the CEO, so the executive in charge, right? That mm-hmm. said, uh, PIF, Yasser Armani is going to be the chairman of this thing. That, that comes with some influence, no doubt. But, um, you know, they're going to talk about the structure of it and the new company sort of sitting above everything else and that Jay will have be the CEO of that, right? So mm-hmm. there's a new co, and then within it is PGA and Liv and everything else. And so... That's where the power is going to lie, they will say, even though the economics, frankly, may be 
that the Saudis actually own the majority of it. Yeah, or all of it, right? I mean, if you're the, again, you're, 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 you work for CNBC, you said I'm the expert on, on the sports, I guess, valuation part of it. You're the business expert in this conversation. David yep. Faber of CNBC. If I told you, forget about Live and PGA, if I told you there is an entity that says they are the exclusive investor in something and also can have full and complete authority over who else invests, would you not call that entity the owner of the entity? Correct? I, w- I would, in, uh, yes. Now, And I tried yesterday, although not hard enough. I didn't push the point. And you're saying it here. It makes me think I should have pushed this harder in the interview. But yes, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Okay. They so- will only, again, the, the answer is, yeah, but we don't have governance. Now, that does happen sometimes. Um, but money talks, doesn't it? And so it's, it may not be said, but it doesn't need to be. Okay. Yeah. And then, do, do, I guess, last one on the, the power structure of this, and then we'll just talk about the future of it, best you can tell. David Faber of CNBC here. Um, can the PIF fire Jay Monahan? I mean, can they just go in and say, you know what? Uh, you're not doing what we wanted you to do. Um, so once the papers are signed, uh, you're out. And, uh, you know. Tom Wamsgans is in. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, is that is that possible? Tom Wamsgans is going to take the CNN job. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. I love that we're mixing headlines here. But in all seriousness, know, can can, right? can can they can can the PIF can even maybe His no, Royal Highness I mean, come in and tell Jay you're out. You Doesn't know, matter. No, I mean, they only have one vote. As far as I'm aware, they would only have the vote of those directors they control. And right. They don't control the board. So, no. The answer would be you would need a vote of the board and majority to say you're done. Uh, and right now that board is controlled by members of the PGA. Mm-hmm. So, no. The answer would be, at least on paper, that's not the case. Okay. So what do you think uh, is the timeline from here? You said there's a valuation period that has to happen. And then um, through that valuation, we will get an idea of the neighborhood of the billions that the the, uh, PIF put on the table to make this happen. Like, what do you got for me here? Yes. I mean, I think, you know, from my perspective as somebody who still reports on deals, I'll be trying to figure out, okay, what are these things being valued at and what's the actual capital commitment from the PIF going to be? So that's what we should know perhaps as soon as weeks if they can follow the timeline that that Al-Ramani indicated yesterday, Mm -hmm. but certainly within a period of time. And, you know, they don't want to let time go by. So that then you'll get a definitive agreement. So we'll see it, or at least we'll see some of it. It's, it's private. It doesn't, they don't have to tell us everything, but, right. uh, but they'll certainly share some things, and we may be able to find them out anyway because there'll be bankers and lawyers around it. Um, and we'll know more then. And then you, then you start this period of, of getting approvals, including potentially antitrust approval, mm-hmm. and then you close, and it's done. And then they you know, do all the things they said they're going to do, I guess, over time. And then what about the nonprofit part of this? Can you help me figure out how that works? So where the PGA Tour, if they hear this interview or hear an opinion similar to what I've been saying now for 24 hours is that they sold golf to uh, another nation, um, that they could say, you're wrong. We're we're, we're still in charge and we're still this is going to be better for everything. Uh, what what do you think on that? Well, I David? you know they are for profit and they're dropping all of their commercial enterprises and everything that basically earns money, um, revenue, 
generates revenue more or less into this new entity, right? So they're still maintaining that 501c6, I guess. Yes. And that'll be funded somehow. They'll have to, I would assume, come to some sort of arrangement in terms of how that gets funded or what percentage goes towards that to, to fund the, the not-for-profit things that it does. Mm-hmm. But that's the extent of it, as far as I'm aware. I mean, it's, it's a for-profit entity that the PGA will control, so to speak. Well, because they have more board seats than anybody Correct. else on the Correct. board. Control from what we say governance, right. But Not in, from economics. Right. From the economic point of view, yep. from the point of view of who is putting the money in to invest, and essentially, I imagine, to reap, and, and then decide who else can come in to invest, that is the Saudi Arabian government public investment fund. That's it right Correct. Now. Okay. As I understand it, that is the case. Okay. Yes. So if I sit here and say Saudi Arabia just bought the PGA Tour, am I right? Or? No. I mean, they'll dispute it because they'll say, oh, no, you know, we didn't. Okay. And it's an entity and the entity's here and we're only a part of it. But I think you're fine to say that. Okay. David Faber, I greatly appreciate it. Congrats on on the uh, scoop. Thank Sitting you. Down with those guys. I mean, uh, you, you really knocked the world on its uh, ass. There's just no other way to put it. We were just sitting there. We, My jaw is still hitting the floor a day later. This is a, a huge story, and uh, congrats on uh, on breaking it. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thank you. That's All right. You Take got care. it. That's David Faber giving you the squawk on the street right here in the Rich Eisen Show. That's well done. Branding there, Rich. Okay. Wow. What did I tell you? What did I say yeah, you did say they that. Own it. I, I also think it's it's fair they to point out that it. we know one percent of the information. Oh sure. Yeah. So I'm just kind of you know as things trickle out and get hammered out, and this is a framework deal. Nothing is set in stone. But yeah, I don't, if if Jay Monahan says know. Jay Monahan says, hey, Rory will be. Uh, what do you say about Rory and Tiger today? They will be. Uh, they will be rewarded for their loyalty. For their loyalty. But what does you know, that mean? Like, I, I mean, build a Scrooge McDuck hut for the cash? I don't know. Basically, basically, like, Rory and Tiger take a nap. When you wake up, <laughs> this if forgotten. there's a million dollars in the case, you'll know you have a partner. If not, you'll know you don't. Wow. Let's get them all. Let's hit them all now while we got the money. And I appreciate good movie, Right Church, Wrong Pew. I know. We don't have the Hyman Roth bite. I know. I Frank Pantangeli, same movie, different line, but I appreciate you getting it. But honestly, like, it's, it's money in a case. And the question is, though, is how much? And as David Faber just said, we won't know until they go through the process of coming up with a valuation. But that had to be part of this conversation. And one would think part of this conversation would have to be some of these players who didn't take the money. Unless Jay Monahan is totally blindsiding every single one of them. But if I'm him, I'm reading Rory into the situation, which it sounds like he is with Tiger, too. Yeah. And if I'm the PIF, I'd want them read into the situation because if I'm buying it, I kind of want Tiger, too. You want Rory? Kind of. Yeah. Because I'm buying, (laughs) if I'm buying, let's just say, a great car company, I want all the great cars. 
Yeah. Great. Because <laughs> I bought it. I want the top of the line. Right. I, I don't want the Edsels. Because I bought it. I, I want the top of the line. Great choice of a, of a, of a car that's at the bottom of the rung. Yeah. Very 50s of you. Thank you. And, and, you. For somebody who doesn't watch black and white movies, that was very impressive. Uh, you know, but uh, hey, I want it all. I want the top cars. I want all the cars. Because you know why? Because I bought it. And I get to decide who else gets to put money in to buy all these very nice things that I own. They bought golf! Exclamation point. Let's take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on our program. Still to come, Terrell Davis talking about getting an earful from Heat fans in Denver. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. And the man who plays the king of the north, Jon Snow, Kit Harrington, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Thank you for coming in. Thank really you for appreciate having that. Me. You bet. Did you know at the time when that happened that you would be coming back to life? I had a two-week period where I was um, pretty silent for those two weeks after reading the script. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know whether I was going to. I was out of a job. You know, I pretty much convinced myself I was out out of a job. I was like, oh, this was a good series. You know, this was a lot of fun. You got some good money. It was good for a while. <laughs> it's a good run. It's yeah, a good yeah, run. yeah. Now you know, you do other things. And then when they told me that I was, I was coming back. I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have. You know, when you lie to yourself and you're like, oh, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And then you get the news and you go, yes, thank God. <laughs> what examples from the past have, have, uh, that you can lay out here is something that they've done. 
for snow. It's always snow. commented on how how short I am in life. So they keep putting that into Jon Snow. You know, being small, having a tiny <laughs> You know, stuff like this. It's just they just they just want to rip the piss out of you. How do you consume the shows? I only watch them once, and I watch them on my own in a dark room, and then. What um, do you mean nervous tension? I'm, you know no, I'm, I'm whooping and I'm enjoying it, and I'm like, but I'm on my own. It's 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 sad. It's a sad thing. <laughs> do you need a hug right now? Okay. Would, I might do would you like? <laughs> would you like to end with a hug? Yeah, let's end with a hug. Right, thanks, John. Here we go. Here we go. Bring it in. This is great. Thank you very much. That's that's, that's Kit Harrington, everybody here. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we've been all over Game of Thrones for uh, for years in the latest interview from the Game of Thrones series. Patty Considine will be in studio coming up in hour number two. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. All right, I think uh, we've covered the Live Tour with the PGA Tour. Like uh, the proverbial glove. But guess what? Um, we do, Mike, I think you, you, you found the soundbite here. Uh, I'll set it up for you. Rich Eisen Show exclusive, um, which is why you check us out on the Roku channel every day or Obviously. radio, Sirius XM, Terrestrial, all that. Our podcast um, is, uh, is we have exclusives. We're in the know. We're in on it. You said Jay Monahan speaking today uh, on the Golf Channel said Rory and... Tiger will be rewarded for their loyalty. Again, uh, they didn't take the live money, and now the PGA Tour has taken the live money. <laughs> and Tiger and Rory are kind of left out. And they'll be fine. You know, they're not living check to check. That's basically what I'm saying. They're good. Yeah. But, you know, the other guys did take the money. They didn't. PGA Tour used their presence on the tour as a sign that they were the stronger organization. Then they turned around and took the live money themselves. Anyway, long story short is we have exclusive sound. This is the sound. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. Of uh, Rory. It's, I don't, can't tell if it's Rory or Tiger mm. uh, by the voice. Um, there's no, it's not an Irish accent, <laughs> so it's probably Tiger. Uh, uh, telling Jay Monahan um, about this arrangement uh, to be made whole. I'm going in to take a nap. When I wake, if the money's on the table, I'll know I have a partner. If it isn't, I'll know I don't. Very interesting that Tiger oh, sounds like uh, an, an older Jewish man <laughs> who never lies about his age. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like if I could, it, it sound like the streets of Cuba? Yes. In, in the background? background. <laughs> Maybe Tiger's in Nirvana? I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. Maybe. Moita? I know, you know, we we shouldn't speculate. Ooh, you know, we right we, we, we really we really shouldn't speculate. <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask David Faber if they're going to call it PGA Tour Plus. <laughs> Is he still looking for a name? Or just Golf Plus? Just golf. super generic. Golf Plus? Yeah. Yeah, Golf Plus. Yeah, just super generic golf. <laughs> Got to laugh instead of cry, you know. Yeah. Our sports world yeah, is yeah, totally yeah. changing, gotta, man. Got to laugh through the pain. Miami Heat. Tonight. Are they going to do it? Tip off tonight in South Florida. More importantly, will the fans show up on time for the first quarter? You know what? Midway through the first quarter, is it we going to have to have empty seats? We cannot, we cannot <laughs> carp on fans who don't arrive 
on time. If we, we, you don't know the traffic patterns. You have no idea the traffic patterns. I mean, no idea the traffic. What patterns. are people doing down there? Nobody works. What, are, what do you? What do you think they, they're they're just too busy ordering bottle service to get there on time? <laughs> right, Is that what you're right. saying? Down there in Miami, bottle service, linen, clothes, like what? Come on, come on. <laughs> Cafecitos are expensive. Someone's uh, got I know, them. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Us getting hopped up off a of cafecito when I, we were down there was amazing. Here's, here's what <laughs> I am. Stuff was amazing. I know, right? <laughs> Here's here's what I'm enjoying about this is it's it's two teams, okay? It's two teams. There's no super teaming here. No, not really. You know what I mean? No, not no. You know what I'm saying? Not really. Like it's two teams built from the ground freaking up. You know, a lot of role players and but superstars. You know, the world's best player right now in Jokic. Yep. Okay, Hemi Butler, but and his band of, of undrafted merry friends. What I mean, that's it for superstars, though. right? Just one on each team, and then Jamal Mur- Jamal Murray Jamal Murray, you know, yeah, he's, he, on he's, he's on a path. He's on a, on he, a, if he let's just say he 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 comes up with three more electric games, he could be Finals MVP. It's for all we entirely know, entirely possible, yeah. right? I kind of dig it. Certainly in the news that you hear that Kyrie's called up LeBron and say, "How about you come to Dallas to hang out with me and Luca?" As if, by the way, you know, I guess if LeBron turns to the Lakers and says, "I want out." I don't want to be here anymore. I got one more year left with you and then another year of my option. And I'd like to turn that one year of mutual uh, agreement into an option year for me, and I opt out. What do you think the Lakers would do? What could they do? Nothing. Except send them. Yep. And, and all I'm just saying is, like, have we seen now, have we passed up now on the super team era in the NBA being over. Is this finals, as you know, we always look at things as the watershed moment or the moment things changed in a copycat league or have we, have we reached the point of like, if LeBron goes to play with Kyrie and Luca back in the day, we'd be like game over Dallas wins. Super teams are back. If that happens, if that does, you know what? Maybe they don't win. And then Dame goes somewhere. I don't know. Obviously, maybe they don't win. Not every super team has won. I mean, the Heat lost twice in the finals when LeBron was there. But I'm just, like, you're seeing Denver built from the ground up, Miami built in the Heat culture with these guys. It's tough to do. But, you know, when I heard that, you know, Kyrie called LeBron to say, why don't you come here to Dallas? It's just like, really? That was a desperation move. Really? Kyrie. Also from him, too, to say, don't speculate on me or talk about me and you shouldn't pay attention to <laughs> right. me and anybody who talks about me doesn't know a thing about me. And how does Shams find out about this? What, is he tapping LeBron's phone? Apparently, it's Brockman told no, me the he's day, a mouthpiece for everything Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets. Be careful with the word mouthpiece. That makes it sound like he's uh, a puppet. Don't go there. Don't he's, go there. He's broken every Nets Kyrie related well, I story. Mean, or he's he's a trusted, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sensitive to that sort of conversation. But clearly, you know, somebody. somebody you're, you're Jay Monahan. I'll be your Rory McIlroy. <laughs> I'll take care of you for your loyalty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. That whole thing stinks, too. 
I hope LeBron stays put here. Look, his son Come just on. enrolled at USC. His other yeah, son just moved to schools in the Valley. He's not He's going not going anywhere. anywhere. He's not going anywhere. But I, I saw that. I'm like, you know what? Let me just dive back into this series where this is some good team basketball with some superstars at the forefront of it. And they are just going to bang it out. And they are playing at high levels. Of, and, and the Miami Heat. They can't keep shooting 50%. Yes, they can, pal. Can they? Said every Celtic fan. They can. All they got to do is three more games. Do it three more times. Give it to me three more times. You know how hard it is to shoot 50% from three? With Max Struess. I told you he couldn't go 0 for 10 anymore. And then you sit him down, and the second best shooter out of Michigan to play for the Miami Heat, Duncan Robinson, lights it up. You know who the other one is, obviously. Gunright. Of course just my way to see if Del Tufo's playing, paying attention that I mentioned the 1989 Wolverines. Yeah, Mike, in any way, Rice, shape, it's too busy. He's banking. <laughs> he's banking. After hearing from CNBC, he's doing his banking. I already invested. All right, check that portfolio, yeah. Mike. So, you know, uh, I, I, tonight, I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to see it. Tonight's going to be a yeah, blast. I, I'm just so curious, like, the Are they going to keep this up? Can they keep it up? Why not? Are we going to get a really quintessential Jimmy Butler game? Why can't we? Because we haven't seen it yet in the finals. Oh, for two. Like, you know? And then what is Denver well, going to do? Jimmy did come up with two big possessions. Yes. I just mean that 30 point plus. Oh, yeah. 15 free throws. In your face. Yeah. In your face. Yes. Make, you know, doing all yeah. the little yeah. things. Like, tonight's not your night. It's my night. Right. Game yeah. of Thrones, not today type stuff. And it seems like. Jokic needs to get a triple-double for this team to win. The, the recipe he, of let him score 40, he, don't get anyone else involved, is bad for Denver. He needs 28, 14, a facilitator. He needs to be, you know, kind of Magic Johnson, Larry Bird hybrid. That Did you see in. Spolster gave Ramona Shelburne an earful when she's like, it's, it looks like you turned him into a scorer tonight, not a facilitator. And he pushed back like, yeah. a, like that's the craziest notion that he's he, one or the other. I don't know. He's just in the zone, know. man. He's in a finals I zone think right now. They have a losing now. record when he scores over forty. So it, they're zero and four. Yeah, the it's so, kind of proven. So let him go for forty. Let, but exactly. I, I think also when Spo like shot back at Ramon, I think it was more like shut up. Like this is our. I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> Terrell Davis is going to be joining us, and the King Viserys, Patty Considine, coming up. You know what I mean, Chris, like, don't give away yeah. my secret. I mean, is, is no. Michael Porter Jr. going to actually make a shot? Yeah, play I some mean, defense. No, no, you know, I hear you. Denver's got some questions. That's what the Heat do, and that's what you can, you you have to do in the playoffs is find the one weakness and exploit it, or take one person out. They're so good at it. I mean, they are so good at it. This coaching staff with Spolster is so good at identifying it and coming up with a plan. And then they're just matrix-like connected directly into the the zen of this team. Game two came out of nowhere. Stephen A., Remember you said it with divine intervention? I'm like, what are the Heat doing in their in their conference praying. rooms or their hotel rooms right now? They're praying. Divine intervention. Well, guess what? The basketball gods showed up in game two, if that's the case. Uh-huh. You know, Gabe Vincent looking at Brown. Yeah, Caleb Martin can't hit a shot now, but Gabe Vincent and Struess now don't miss. That's But that's it. Hey, pal. 
Welcome to the world of watching your team, Derek White. Then all of a sudden, the other Williams, the Williams that gets in your face. Stupidest thing. You know? Poking that bear. Grant Williams, the one who's making threes. Like, yeah. Good teams have those guys. All right. Let's go. Hour two coming up. We've got the king himself, not just Terrell Davis, but Patty Considine of House of the Dragon coming up.